Welcome to the Live Your Heart Out podcast, a show for wild hearts, changemakers, and soulpreneurs. Together, we dive deep into the exploration of what it means to live a meaningful life. I'm your host, Connie Bozowski, and I hope you're ready to live your magic. Hey, what's up? And blessings from Germany. Before we dive into today's episode, I thought I'd give you a little update what's been happening and what's to come. So I'm in Germany, yes, and I flew in about a bit more than a week ago, came from Los Angeles, landed in Berlin. The main reason being, or actually there's two reasons why I came back to Europe for a little bit, and that is I gave a two-day workshop last weekend with a friend of mine that I invited to co-host the workshop with me. The workshop was called The Real Work, and it was all about the real, real inner work for entrepreneurs, creators, people on a mission, for all those that are out there pursuing their calling and are facing roadblocks and fears and limiting beliefs. And so, man, those two days, they were... Yeah, they were pretty intense, but, you know, they were also a lot of fun. We had a really beautiful group of 31 people on day one. We went really deep. That's where we did a lot of the, the heavy, the heavy stuff. And Ludwig, he's a healer, he's a coach, he's a blogger, but he's really good helping people connect to their inner children and release, you know, a lot of the shadows that we carry and the limiting beliefs and fears. So yeah, that was wow. <laughs> and then on day two, that was when, you know, we had created the space to actually really connect our mission to our purpose. And uh, yeah, it was a it was an awesome day. It was the whole weekend was just so beautiful and, and magical. And I can't wait to do more of these offline events. And so the all the the people, the the whole group was just it was so much gratitude and <laughs> yeah, it was pure joy when we said goodbye to each other and, and closed the workshop. So anyway, so that was that. And then I took the train on Monday down to my old hometown in Bavaria. Uh, and I'm staying at my mom's house, uh, two doggies, and it's just been really nice this week to slow down and take a deep breath. <laughs> and it's been, yeah, really wonderful to, you know, shift gears a little bit and been having really good conversations with my mom and, you know, seeing my grandma, she's 91. <laughs> And yeah, you know, over the years, I enjoy coming home more and more and just really appreciating the slow pace of life here in this small little town and just appreciating our two doggies and our big backyard and everything's so green, <laughs> very different to Los Angeles where everything's quite dry. But, you know, there's pros and cons to everything and, and that's what's so fascinating about know my life and being location independent and free and being a digital nomad I just I appreciate places more and more actually the less I travel because I don't just travel for travel's sake anymore it's not about the sightseeing and the new places it's about appreciating where you are every day and for me it's just an amazing freedom to have that I can come back home, see my family, um, and then fly back to be with my girlfriend and give workshops all over the place. And tomorrow I'm flying to Lisbon in Portugal. And there, next week, next Saturday, I'll be giving a talk at the DNX conference. It's the conference for digital nomads. I've spoken several times there actually at the one that they host every year in berlin and they also 
um, once a year run the international, the global DNX festival. And I think it's the third time now they had one in Bangkok. And now this is the second time in Lisbon. So I'll be speaking there in front of an, a global audience. So that's going to be a lot of fun. And also this weekend when I arrive, I am part of a big online location, independent entrepreneur community and have been for many years actually now. It's called the Dynamite Circle. And we're having a little event in Lisbon. So that's going to be fun as well, meeting some old friends. And, and then after Lisbon, after Portugal, I hop back on the plane, back to LA, back to my girlfriend and the ocean and the sun. So yeah, I think it's been a lot of traveling this year, not as much as in some other years, but I'm also looking forward to kind of be a little bit more static. <laughs> Because, you know, as you can imagine, um, traveling a lot and moving a lot, it's not very conducive to my productivity. And there's so many things that I want to push forward. And that brings me to my next point, which is, yeah, I want to let you know that I'm working on a new venture. Um, it's, it's time to <laughs> really use my gifts and my potential in a way that's even more evolved than live your heart out right now. And I've been getting the messages the last few weeks. It's been a very interesting month or so because, you know, as much as I love being a travel blogger back then with Planet Backpack and before that, I love being a scuba dive instructor and love doing live your heart out. I am always in tune with how I can best serve the world. And that sometimes is not <laughs> manifested in the way that I'm doing it at the moment. And so even though I really was not expecting to change direction or start anything new, I really wasn't. It was really only until I relaunched Find Your Magic my program to help other people discover their calling. And that was about a month ago and something shifted. And I was very confused for about a week. <laughs> then I was in Santa Cruz for a few days, which is a small little surf beach town south of San Francisco. And there I found a lot of grounding and a lot of clarity and I realized, whoa, holy shit. I think there's something that wants to come through. And so I slowly opened myself up and looked at what that thing was that wanted to come through. And since then, and it's been a few weeks now, I've been digging deeper into this new thing. And yeah, what can I say? I'm not quite ready yet. It's not like... I'm, you know, starting a vegan coffee shop or, or anything like that. It's not something completely different and, and crazy. Um, although I'm never going to rule that out, actually. <laughs> I'm open to all sorts of things, to be honest. But this one, is, it's, it's a shift, really. It's the evolution of myself and just the next logical step for me moving forward and... I also have a feeling I might start a new podcast for that as well. I'm definitely going to start a new YouTube channel, that's for sure. And I'm about to start creating that content for the YouTube channel and the podcast. And also, I've kind of moved away from publishing a lot of my really deep writing on Instagram. Because I love, I mean, I love Instagram. It's great. And then at the same time, I feel a bit constricted by the limited word count for Instagram captions. And also, we're so distracted when we're on a social media platform, such as Instagram or Facebook. I decided to move my writing because I put a lot of time and, and energy into my writing, you know. And I realized I think a way better place for my writing is my newsletter my emails that I send out on a regular basis. And man, ever since I 
started doing that recently, maybe, I don't know, a week or two ago. Yeah, it feels so good. I can, <laughs> I don't have to limit myself anymore. I don't have to edit my writing down to a certain number of words. And I feel so much more focused and I feel like the way that my emails are received is very different because, yeah, there's not as much distraction in our email inbox. I mean, there is, but you know what I mean? There's, you don't just scroll, scroll, scroll. And I know that my writing is, it's too meaningful to myself, but also I want it to be more meaningful to the people receiving it. So what I'm saying is go and sign up for my newsletter, for my emails on liveyourheartout.co. And there's probably several possibilities to sign up on the website. I think I also have a pop-up and yeah, just um, get ready for some good stuff coming your way because I'm really getting back into the my mojo, my writing mojo, which I love. And yeah, there's also a lot of videos that I want to create and I have all this insane amount of creative energy in my body right now and it wants to be released. And But there's a lot of things I need to take care of in the background. And then there's the traveling and the speaking stuff. So I really hope that from October onwards, I have another workshop that I'm going to, that I'm attending at the beginning of October with Kyle C's and then after that, I really hope to finally focus all my energies onto this new venture, this new project that the universe decided to move through me and release to the world. So yeah, um, with today's episode, I've been talking a lot right now, but I felt like it was really important to share these things with you. And this episode is an interview that I did with my movement and mobility coach, Jonathan Mead from Uncaged Human. I was working with him earlier this year for several months and I probably will get back to working with him very soon. And it was, re- it was a really game changer, but we'll, we'll, we get into that in, in the interview. And, and also one, one cool little fact is that I started to follow Jonathan back in 2011 when he was still (laughs) running a very different business and he was a very successful blogger running a platform called Paid to Exist, helping people get out of the nine to five and connect to their passion and, and start their own online business. And yeah, it's so fascinating how our journeys developed because he let go of that business to start Uncaged Human and I let go of my travel blog, Planet Backpack, to start Live Your Heart Out. And we have a little conversation about that in the beginning where we talk about the challenges, you know, letting go of a successful business that brings in a really good amount of money every month and starting something that you just have no idea whether it's going to work or not. So, And then we also go into his journey to becoming a movement coach and what he enjoys about it. And, and then we talk about the importance of, you know, movement in our lives, considering that we're also sedentary and, and spending so much time in our laptops and a sitting position. And I talk about how, you know, moving my body has changed my life and the work that we did together. And as many of you know, I've been a very de- dedicated and committed yogi for many years now. And I did my yoga teacher training in 2015 and I've done all sorts of things and and moving my body has has been a very high priority in my life. Knowing just, you know, how important it is for my energy management in life as an entrepreneur, as a creator. Also, it helped me so much to overcome depression. And so we, we go into that and also talk about, you know, why it's so hard for people to integrate new healthy routines into their lives and and ways that can help you to, yeah, integrate daily habits um, more successfully. So it was a really cool little interview. I love hanging out with Jonathan. He's a very grounded, calm, (laughs) very chilled out kind of man. He's a really cool dude and he's uh, slowly becoming a bit of a friend, which is awesome. Yeah, I just really hope you enjoy our little interview. And then lastly, because this podcast so far has been completely sponsor free, (laughs) No five-minute intros to my episodes about mattresses or 
smoothie powder. <laughs> so the only thing I'm going to mention now that is that this episode is sponsored by me and my program Find Your Magic. And if you're still looking for your own calling in life, your purpose, if you think that maybe you don't have one, maybe there's too many passions, maybe you're just lacking clarity, you don't know how to move forward, how to actually turn that thing into something that would bring you also an income, you know? Um, because that's, a, that's kind of a, a little tiny important piece to the puzzle. So if that's you and you are looking for a bit of support, then go and check out Find Your Magic at findyourmagic.co. Okay, that's it. I'm going to let you go and dive into my interview with Jonathan Meat. I hope you enjoy it. Talk soon. Bye. Let me introduce you all to my friend and also mentor coach, Jonathan Mead from Uncaged Human. And I'll just give a little intro before we then dive into your story, uh, which is a pretty awesome one. So uh, yeah, Jonathan is a, is a movement and mobility coach. And I actually... Uh, we were working together. I hired you earlier this year. We were working together for several months. I learned so much from him, and I've been actually following his journey back from uh, when, yeah 2011. We we're just talking about it. So that is seven years, eight yeah eight years, not yet, whatever. Anyway, and so uh, back then he was doing something completely different, and his path led him to. Um, what you're doing today, Jonathan. And um, anyway, welcome. Thanks for being here. Thanks for taking the time. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. For sure. So, yeah, when you uh, started out back in 2008, you just told me. So this is 10 years ago now. And I remember your first blog was called Illuminated Mind. And yep. then I, I think you, once I discovered you back then, you then pretty quickly changed your brand to paid to exist. And that was all about basically helping people get out of their nine to five and, and find their passion and start an online business, right? Yep. That's wow. correct. Cool. And now today, <laughs> yeah. you're a movement and mobility coach, which is a very different planet to be on in a way and or in many ways and so um yeah tell me a little bit what what happened like how was that process um and how was that journey for you yeah I, I well I think it you know it it kind of all all led back to just growing up I was always kind of questioning things and the kind of like grunge punk rock kid that was like oh everything's broken and blah 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 and of course, like most people, I just got a job anyway, because that's what you have to do to survive and, and, and to, to live and, you know, to make money to, you know, just live in this world. And I worked in a bunch of crappy office jobs and sat at a desk all day. And over time, I just realized this is not me. This is not uh, what I want to do. This is not how I want to, how I want to live my life. And, you know, luckily I had, had a background kind of in that helped me uh, a good amount, which was in web design. And I started a, a website, Illuminated Mind, started a blog, and was it was just kind of gener general personal development stuff. But I made a goal in the year I was going to quit my job and work for myself and do whatever it took, you know, to, to make that happen. Mm -hmm. And luckily, my naivety and, and um, just kind of determination helped me uh, make that happen. And a year later, after working, you know, weekends every day and, you know, waking up early and, you know, working through dinner and all this stuff, um, was able to quit my job and work for myself full time. And that led me to helping, helping other people do that too. Cause the, the big question that I kept getting from people, which makes sense is like, cause work is such a big part of our lives is like, how do I, how do I find my passion and how do I, get out of my nine to five job and 
and make a living doing something that I actually care about and create freedom for myself. So that's, that's what led me to do that, which I did for about, about seven years. Yeah. Yeah. About, about seven years. And then at some point I just realized what I was really passionate about the whole time was movement and, and helping people actually not just uncage from, you know, boring jobs that they didn't want to go, you know, go to every day and just slave away for the rest of their lives. But I wanted to help people uncage from their bodies, you know, not force themselves through, through these, you know, tedious, monotonous workouts and group fitness classes and, and, you know, move through shame and vanity and guilt and, you know, just focusing on aesthetics and all these things that are broken about the mainstream fitness um, industry and mainstream fitness system that is really, in in my view, in my opinion, not respecting the body, right? And it's it's not respecting the body. It's not honoring the body. We're doing things like to the body. We're not doing them with it. And it kind of sets up this adversarial um, relationship. And what I'm really passionate about now is helping people align with their bodies and giving them the the tools and resources that really do respect the body and aren't just pushing up against pain, pushing up against injury and really learning how to, how to nourish themselves at a deep level so they can do the things they really want to do with their, with their bodies. Cause that's the vehicle, right? We were talking about that in another conversation we were having is just like, you know, if you have big dreams for your life and you have a big purpose, this right here is what's going to get you there. You know? Absolutely. So, yeah, that's what I'm passionate about, uh, about yeah. all this stuff. Yeah, as you can tell. Uh, yeah, for sure. You can tell by that sparkle in your eyes, as they yeah. call it. But, uh, yeah, awesome. It's, it's exactly what I preach. And I just did that on the weekend at my, at this workshop in Berlin. And, the, you know, and just, people are they're in their heads all the time right and having a really difficult time getting out of their heads and you know anxiety and whatnot and so they have all that energy stuck in their brain and not in their in their body you know and anyway so i was talking about that a lot but actually i want to talk about um this topic a little bit later because i would like to first dive into a little bit yeah dive deeper a little bit into that process of you know, you were doing pay to exist and it was going really well and um, and you were doing it for seven years, which, holy shit, I don't know what that's like because I never managed to do anything for seven years. Um, it's my record. <laughs> it's uh, pretty epic. So I imagine that that's pretty hard because, you know, I'm I'm a recovering travel blogger. I, you know, started a, a, one of Germany's most successful travel blogs and it was very difficult. You know, my ego <laughs> was very much, even though I wanted to let go and I was ready to move on, my ego was kind of still attached to the numbers and the status and right. the name that, you know, I had established. So anyway, so I'm wondering... You know, how did you notice that slowly that, okay, it's time to let go of this business that's going really well to yeah. and really letting it go? And I believe, I think you sold it. No, I think there's other people yeah. now. Yeah. So can you walk me through that? What it looked like for you? Yeah. Well, I think about five years and I really, I really knew this wasn't what I really wanted to do. And I knew. It's funny because here I am helping people with their, with their passions and building something from it. And I started to realize that what my passion really was, was, was movement and fitness and really helping people, you know, become the strongest version of themselves through their bodies. And I, to be honest, I was scared that I was going to, I was going to mess up that passion by bringing money into the equation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which I think is a big fear for a lot of people, right? Like, oh, if I, if I take my passion, whatever it is, like music or making art or movement, it could be, it could be anything. I had that fear that if I, if I take this and I make it into a business, maybe I'm going to lose my passion for it. So that was something I wrestled with for a, a good year and a half or so. And, I didn't know how I was going to make that transition. I didn't know how I was going to make an exit from this business that I had built and you know was was doing well. Like I think you're kind of 
describing it's it's hard to walk away from something when it's when it's doing really well and when it's working it's like why would i mess this up why 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 would i screw with this like it's it's predictable it's growing on its own i'd put so much time and energy into it that like i didn't have to do a ton to to make it work like it was you know taking on a life of its own and it was growing without me doing a lot of stuff so that was another piece that was that was challenging for me um and then of course the uncertainty of like okay if i if i do let go of this can i really do this other thing mm. right yeah and when i first started illuminated mind which eventually became paid to exist things were different online very like, different <laughs> in 2008 like if you had a blog people read it <laughs> that was a, that was if you sent people oh, emails they opened them like even if they weren't good you know it was <laughs> so much easier back then attention yeah. wasn't as ours yeah. as it is now so yeah like i was getting 60 70 80 percent open rates you know yeah. on on my emails like when people subscribe to feeds which i don't even know if anyone remembers RSS that. feeds like who knows what that is yeah. <laughs> yeah people people open those and you know they're in the back of my head i had this worry or fear like okay i can i did it then could i do it again now and that took that took time to work through too and i think what actually funny enough was the biggest kick in the ass for me was the election in in the us in 2016 yep the end of that year i was like why am i wasting my time i don't even know what's going to happen <laughs> times are crazy i just need to do this and figure it out and trust that if i have my heart in it and if i you know if i'm really focusing on serving people and i'm focusing on something that people really want and it's a big problem for them and there's you know there's pain that i can help alleviate and i can help people you know make make a difference in their lives like it's going to work out and i'm just going to do whatever it takes to make it happen so you just kind of trust it right i mean that's all you got at that point <laughs> no yeah yeah it's, it's a leap of it really is like a leap of faith yeah oh wow so interesting yeah because it's so similar to what what i went through um especially last year and the year before and you how did you find someone to buy the business and the blog and everything um i went through a broker oh right yeah so i i went through uh someone that helped kind of negotiate things and I'm I'm really glad that I did that like I that's not my expertise um there's a lot of things you can mess up uh, there's a there's a lot of details to it that are really important so having a broker was was really really helpful in that process and I and I'm I'm happy with with the way it went overall like I think I found someone that that's that's passionate about it and that is is taking good care of it because yeah that's another fear like Okay, I'm going to hand this off to someone. What are they going to do with it? Are they just going to slap ads all over the place? And yeah. you know that hasn't happened yet. So that's, that's no, it. Still looks really good. I mean, yeah. Um, I was also really surprised that it looks like they're that they were the perfect fit almost for you know mm -hmm. passing passing it on. But it's almost like you know you you were taking care of that baby for so long, and then it's like seven years old, and you're like, okay, now you know how do you right. go? Yeah. <laughs> right exactly and then so in that yeah. process have, did you already start the new thing and or did you take some time to prepare or what happened then yeah i know i had already been i had already been working on it for about six months before i sold the business and i had had a little bit of traction and i had asked you know the people that were interested to kind of you know, if you are interested in this, like come check out what I'm doing over here. And some did, you know, but a lot, a lot didn't. They were like, okay, well, I'm here for this. <laughs> like that, that's what I wanted. That, that helped a little bit, but it was mostly kind of building things from scratch. Right. Yeah. Right. Which is tough to do when you're leaving a big platform behind with, you know, bigger yeah. numbers and stuff. So was that difficult for you? Were you like, what were you focusing on in the beginning? It was difficult. And it was, uh, it was a scary transition. 
what I was focusing on in the beginning was really just one-on-one work and one-on-one coaching. I think the biggest lesson that I learned um, from my old business that really served me really well is that it's easier to make a solid income working with people one-on-one. And once you have a certain amount of experience with working with people with one-on-one, you see the patterns of what their challenges are, what their their pains are, what their biggest problems are, what kind of results that they're looking for and the things that matter to them. And after you get that experience working with real, real humans one-on-one, really? <laughs> yeah, you can take that and then turn that into something else that's like more for a group or something like that. And I, I, I see that as like one of the biggest mistakes a lot of people make is they try to go straight to like, I'm going to create a course. Product. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to create a product. And it's like, if you haven't worked with people in a, you know, in an intimate way, you're kind of just guessing. <laughs> you know, you think you know, but maybe, maybe you don't. And you could waste a lot of time um, that way. So, I mean, I don't think you have to trade time for money, you know, like indefinitely. But I think that's a really good approach. At least it was for me when I was starting the first business. And, you know, it's something I continued with the, with the second business. Yeah, I think the, you know, people are lured in by obviously the idea of passive income and and all that stuff. And, but I feel like, like you just said, it's so important to really get to know your people and what their struggles are and their challenges. And you really, I mean, yeah, of course you can do surveys, but especially also in the beginning, like people don't have enough people to even survey, you know, and to really get high quality um, responses. And, so yeah. I think that going for one-on-ones is, is an awesome way to also like just generally learn a lot on, you know, in that process yourself. And right. how did you get started coaching in the first place? I learned most of what I know about coaching from working with a lot of coaches. I've hired at least a dozen coaches and at least, and I've spent at least $50,000 working with people <laughs> like, um, and, through that, I think that's been, you know, of course, I've, I've done courses, you know, and I've read books and things like that. And, you know, I've learned some things that way. But the best stuff that I've learned has been working with other coaches and, and feeling that experience myself, like being on the other end of it. What do I like about this? What, what do I don't like? What would I change? You know, what would I, what would I pick up and, and steal and use, and use in my own coaching? You know, in the beginning, I did do some free work where I'm just like, hey, like, I would love to, to work with you and just an exchange, you'd be a case study. And that, that was helpful as well, too. Just being that, that experience and being able to see like, okay, here's some of the things that I, I have in mind and you're willing to be kind of like a test case for me and let's, mm. let's figure it out together uh, type of thing. Mm. So, yeah, yeah, kind of combination of those things. Yeah, I also think that, there's people who want to be coaches, but they've never worked with coaches before. You know, they never hired one themselves. And right. I feel like it's, it's the best way, like you need to, like, I think it, it should be a prerequisite yeah. rather than yeah. just yeah. going and, and getting a, getting a coaching license or something or some certification, you know, which I, I don't know about that. Like, I don't necessarily think you need that to be honest, especially not in the beginning. Like it's some, it's a nice to have. And I'm sure, you know, if people want to learn more and go deeper into the art of coaching. Like, of course, there's a lot of beautiful mm-hmm. techniques and just work with it with other coaches. And, right. and how are you going to ask someone to pay you, you know, several thousand dollars to work with you or whatever, whatever it is. And you haven't made that investment in yourself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like you wanting to teach people, which is what you're doing, like mobility and movement and all that, but you've never actually done it yourself. You know, it's just you've read a lot of books and you know, you did right. a lot of online courses, but you know, I'm like, yeah, exactly. how does that work? So anyway, um, what do you like about coaching itself? Like, what did what is it that fulfills you when you do mm-hmm. that? working with people one-on-one what is mm-hmm. it that makes you want to uh, I, I guess a couple things stand out for me like connecting one of my favorite things is like a lot of people will initially come to me because they're like oh I want help with you know I have tension in my body or I 
you know, I wake up really stiff or I wake up and my body, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm 30 years old, but my body feels like I'm 80 and they're just kind of focused on that. And I give them mobility stuff and, you know, routines and things like that, uh, which is great. But one of my favorite things to have people see and experience is that actually it's a lot, a lot of it has to do with the mindset that you're bringing into your practice. And that's why I call it a practice. I don't call it a workout. Um, I call it a practice because you're showing up with intention. You're showing up with the, you know, what, what do I want to embody? Like, who do I want to be? And that's, that's when your practice really transforms from just being about like getting sweaty or, you know, like, yeah, yeah, or build, or something. Build, yeah. building, building the guns or, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the other thing is it's, it's so cool and, and so fun because it, it seems like a magic trick to, to a lot of people, but people will be struggling with something for years, right? They've been doing yoga for like five years or they've been doing CrossFit for, seven years or you know whatever fitness modality they've been doing they've been trying to reach this goal and trying to get there and they've a lot of times it's been like a group thing and they haven't been getting the results because no one is like actually helping them figure out the right positions or the right cues or the right things for their body and then i can come in and say like okay i want you to do this little thing and this little thing and this little thing and then the thing they've been working on for five years happens in like five minutes. Like in my case, for example, <laughs> yeah. my squats and yeah. my, like forward bends and stuff. Yeah. If you don't know where to engage, yeah. you can just struggle for years because you don't have a map of how your body works. So that's something I'm super passionate about. It's like, not just like, I'm not just here to coach you forever, right? I'm here to give you a map of your own body. And then you're going to become empowered to know exactly how your body works. And sure, if you want to continue working together for accountability or things like that, that's great too. I'm happy to do that too. I want you to be empowered to, to feel like, okay, this is what's going on with my body. And now I know what I need to do to get myself feeling better, get myself feeling strong or, mm-hmm. or that flexibility goal that I have for myself. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. What are like, I mean, you kind of mentioned a few of them, but maybe as a little summary. So what are the top reasons that people search you out and contact you to work with you? Yeah, I would say number one is people are tired of, they're tired of dealing with pain, tension, and and nagging injuries, Mm -hmm. right? So they're, they've been trying to do things a certain way, probably something they just read and on an article or they found on YouTube or they got in a class or, and they've been trying to do it and it's not working for them. They're realizing like, okay, maybe it's something deeper that's going on. So that is a big thing. They're feeling older in their body than they should be. A lot of times, you know, people that are in their thirties or forties and they, they're waking up, not, not feeling their best and they want to be feeling younger. They want to be feeling lighter and, they want to wake up with energy that lasts throughout the day. And, you know, when you're dealing with pain and a lot of tension, it's not just the pain and tension that you're dealing with. It's your emotional state about that. Like, what does it mean? Yeah. What does it mean about me? What, is, what are the next five or 10 years going to be like? Am I going to, am I going to, is this going to end up with back problems or, you know, there's all these things that weigh on you mm-hmm. and, You know, I think we don't often think about like the real costs of that is it's taking away from your ability to be in your purpose. It's taking away from your ability to be present just with another person. You know, like if you're trying to be present and your, you know, your back is aching or your shoulder is like angry, that, that takes away your ability to be present with with Mm -hmm. other people. So I would say that's probably number one. And the second would be like getting more flexible, getting better posture, getting stronger in your core. You know, most of us, we sit a lot, right? Like we have jobs. So we, you know, work on the computer or even if we don't, we're, we're on screens a lot throughout the day or, or what have you. And just teaching people how to get their core working properly 
which has a lot to do with learning you know, how do you activate your transverse abdominis, how do you get your glutes firing again, how do you, you know, and a lot of these, a lot of the standard exercises that you see, you know, on YouTube, they're just, they're kind of like these disjointed parts. So learning how to work your body together as one unit, like is a really important piece of the puzzle. And it's, it can be a lot easier than, than people think like, yeah, that kind of goes back to the, the cool kind of, you know, it's like a magic trick that people see and they're like, Oh wow. I, I didn't know, like I could just do this thing with my core and now it's engaging and now I can squat lower or now I can get into a downward dog or now I can do a pancake or, or just like run without, you know, slamming my knees into the ground. Right. I'm using more of my whole body. I think that's, yeah, that, that piece of just like, I want to learn how my body works and kind of like mystify it a little bit. So mm -hmm. it's not just like, Oh, what's going on? I have no idea sort of thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I mean, I think for me, I was just thinking back, you know, when I contacted you, I was like, for one, I had like chronic injuries from yoga and surfing and just constantly pushing myself too hard. Yeah. And just having that sort of personality to it as well. Constantly push, push, push. No pain, no gain. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That very masculine approach, and yeah, and obviously there's a bit of a you know disconnect to my body as well, and and so that was another thing. I felt like I really wanted to properly connect to my body, and not just once, like in the morning when I'm exercising or running or yoga or whatever, but like during the day, <laughs> like mm -hmm. like continuously. I want to feel connected to my body. Because I'm also very prone to being in my head. And that has been one huge game changer for me generally over the last year or two was daily movement. And to really, which helped me so much with my depression and just, you know, anxieties and whatnot. And the other thing was obviously yoga was getting me very far in terms of flexibility. But, you know, I, I was hitting walls and, and I was like, I should be way more flexible as a yogi, you know, so there's right. that part of my ego coming in who was just like I want to be more flexible and yeah. you know I do have tight hips and as a yogi you know we know that there's a lot of emotions sitting in our hips and in that whole area and so towards the end we we're working uh more with that and, and opening up that part of my body more and and just doing some of those exercises that I knew from yoga and whatnot, you know, but doing them a little bit differently in the way that you showed them and the way also how you slowed everything down for me, <laughs> which, man, that was such a game changer. Like before hanging out like three minutes or five minutes in a, in a like a yin yoga pose or something or in a stretch, I couldn't do it. And but for some reason, I think your approach to it and then also, you know, my commitment to it and whatnot was just that combination of it. I guess also when you do, you know, when you invest in working with someone, you know, like you on your body, then of course you, there's there's a higher commitment to it to actually do the work um, yes. rather than just doing an online course. So anyway, I've been I've been making really awesome progress um, the last few months and I'm really happy about that. I have a very strong um, movement routine every day now and and I kind of mix and blend uh, you know my yoga with the exercise that we did together so that's awesome you also showed me like exercises that I can do when I'm at the airport you know things like that like a like a little quick sort of session when I don't have much time so anyway it was just it was really awesome and coming back also to the rant from the beginning um, that we kind of started on and that I kind of get hooked on a lot because it's so dear to my heart and it's also a really big reason why I wanted to talk to you and an interview with you is because just generally the importance of moving yep. our bodies in the age that we live in, um, the amount of sitting that we do, the amount of energy that's stuck in our brains, people being depressed, having anxiety, having just constant thoughts running through their brains and just energy management right as a creator as an entrepreneur as someone who wants to follow their calling and their purpose um yeah t talk to us <laughs> yeah well i would just say in a world where we we treat our bodies as kind of these things that just they transport our our head around first of all i would just say 
you know, have some, have some compassion for yourself. Like number one, a lot of what isn't working with you feeling good in your body is the judgment and shame and guilt that you put on top of what you think you should be doing or how your body should be feeling or I'm only 32 or whatever your story is. Why can't I just do it? I know the things that I should, you know, whatever it is, it's not totally your fault, right? It's a bigger symptom of the culture that we're in. And I think the most important thing that you can do, the foundation of everything is, can you accept your body the way it is? And can you become an ally of your body rather than an adversary? If you're not, if you're not aligned with your body, then kind of back to what we were talking about earlier, you're always doing things to your body. You're not doing things with your body. And it's kind of a paradox, but I think the most important thing I've learned and something I, I work to instill in my clients is holding these two sides of, of really accepting your body the way it is right now and working to where you want your body to go. Right. Can you accept and appreciate your body? And that's huge, right? Because so often we're focused on what's not working. And it's not the only thing that exists. There's so many things that are working in your body right now. The billions of cells that are, that are, you know, they're doing their jobs and the amazing synapses that are firing to, you know, move your, your muscles and like, to move your eyes and your, you know, like to be able to talk and to hear and like perceive the world. That's incredible. So why not invite some of that in? Sure. Your hip is tight and it pisses you off or you have lower back pain that's been nagging at you for years. You can, you can fix that. You can work on it, especially if you have a, you have a process that is honoring and respecting your body, not just doing things to your body. Right. But you're not going to change it by just focusing on why it's not working. That is a, that's a mindset that's toxic. That's only going to lead to more guarding and more tension, right? Why does your body hurt? Why is your body tight? It's a, it's a re- response of your body of guarding something that isn't working super well. It's not an in integrity. Maybe there's an injury that happened. Maybe it's just a bad pattern. Right. Maybe you just have some imbalances or something like that. But the way you change those, the way you shift those is first starting with, I can accept my body the way it is right now. And accepting does not mean complacency. Right. Those are two different things. And it's really important that we tease those apart. And that's why it seems like a paradox, right? Accepting while moving, moving forward and moving towards something. So if we can do both of those at the same time, and we can learn how to really honor where we are while nourishing our bodies. That is what I believe is the recipe for real transformation. And how do you get people? Like, I mean, for us humans, it's super difficult to make changes and to get rid of bad habits and adopt awesome healthy habits it's just it's very difficult when you you know when you're so used to just kind of doing every day and and living your life on a program you know right and it's difficult to start eating healthy and to move your body every day and then you know i get so many people because i always tell them do a 30-day challenge you know whatever it is or have it you want to adopt do 30 days 60 days 90 days whatever and make it public but you know a lot of times people don't have that commitment or you know, they don't believe in themselves. Um, they, they feel ashamed that they didn't make it. And and then a lot of times people just say, oh, well, I started. But then, you know, after a few days, I just kind of, you know, I skip a day and then two and then three. And then I kind of, you know, the motivation just flies out the window. What's your advice to stay motivated and to keep going and to really yeah. adopting that new habit of eating? Yeah, there's there's three real key ingredients that I've found that are really absolutely essential to making um, a long-term shift and a long-term change in your body. So number one is you have to really be in touch with why. Yeah. Not just like, oh, why? I'd like to get in shape or I'd like to be more flexible or I'd, 
That would be nice. Let's look at this at a deeper level. Like, let's actually look at the pain of what it's costing you. So often we want to just kind of paper over things and pretend like, oh, it's going to be fine or it's, oh, it's going to be better. And we don't want to look at those things because it's not comfortable. It's not easy. It doesn't feel good to think about like, what is going to happen if I don't make a change here? Yeah. And being willing to, to see that, like that can be fuel for you to move towards something and get clear on, okay, this is what I don't want. Now, what is it that I really do want? What do I want the next 10, 20, 30 years of my life to be like? And why does that matter to me? Like, why does it matter for myself? First of all, how do I want to experience life? What kind of adventures do I want to be able to have? What kind of like amazing activities do I want to be able to do with my body? And not downplaying it, not trying to pretend like that's another way we cover up and not make a change as we we're like, oh, that would be nice, but it doesn't, it's okay if it didn't happen. Fuck that. It does matter. Stop pretending that it doesn't matter. You're only trying to protect yourself from being let down. And if you're not willing to accept, like, this is really important to me. And this one life that I have, I want it to be the best life possible. So own that and know that if you're willing to be committed, it's there for you. It's possible for you. And that brings me to the second thing is you need to have a structure to have some kind of process that's going to help you. It could be, you know, it could be Feldenkrais. It could be a developmental movement sort of course or program or something like that. It could look like a lot of different things. It could look like a really great, amazing yoga teacher. But you need to have some kind of process that you're following if you're really serious. That's my belief, right? Of course, there's people that do it on their own and they just make it up. I think that's great. But that those people are the anomaly. Mm. You know, it's really, really helpful if we have some kind of process, some kind of structure that's holding us in our goal of, of what we want. You know, imagine you're trying to start a business and you're like, my plan is just, I'm going to wake up and... And have a business. Try, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to wake up and try to do things. Yeah. <laughs> money happens, right? You know, it's the same thing with our bodies. Like, I'm going to wake up, like, and I'm just going to move or stretch or, you know, like, okay. And then people get overwhelmed, right, easily as well. They don't really know, yeah. oh, what do I do? Exactly. Yeah. And that's why the, the third thing is, you know, have some kind of support, right? That I think the best thing you can do is find a coach that works for you to have a program, uh, you know, where there is some kind of guidance, where there is some kind of feedback. Um, there's a tribe that you can really engage with that's going to support you and and hold space for you without that it's it's really difficult you know we're social creatures humans are social beings and we need that kind of support and you know to try to follow that rugged mindset of like the individualist that can just do anything that doesn't need that is is total bullshit mm. um, and just look at where that's gotten you you know has that worked for you and, yeah. yeah. And, and the, the other thing I'll say is, you know, if you've tried group things that haven't worked for you either, like ask yourself why, like, were you getting that level of support that you needed with it? Were you getting someone to actually look at your body and say like, okay, here's the adjustments that you need to make. Cause a lot of times we're just, we go to things like that and they, they're part of the solution. I think they're not bad and I, I'm not judging those people, but if you're just kind of like, forcing yourself into positions your body isn't ready for or doing movements your body isn't trained to know how to actually how do I engage in this movement mm -hmm. like that's not honoring your body that's not respecting your body either so you know I like to think about it like a car right we spend 10 15 30 thousand dollars on a car how much how much are we investing in our bodies yeah. you know, like yeah. our car we only drive around 10 15 hours a week we live in this body. So, you know, I just invite you like to think about that. And, you know, I'm not saying that's the only way that it needs to look. Um, I think there's other ways that it could look, but consider what that 
what that could do for you. Mm-hmm. Just really like being committed to what you really want. Those are, those are the three things I would say, like, um, just to kind of summarize having a real deep level of, of knowing why this matters to you, not trying to pretend like, Oh, I, it would be nice to do this, but like, uh, it's okay. Like really own it, you know, own what you want, have a process and have support. Right. If you have those three things, like you move from like it being kind of something that might happen to something I think that is inevitable that it's going to happen. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, it definitely worked for me. So, so that's awesome. What I also really like about your approach though, is that you're really, it's about natural movement. So, cause this is something that's just really, I don't even know what the English word is for that, but it's just like, when I look at all these workout people on Instagram and YouTube and whatnot, or in the gym and stuff, which is nothing that I feel like I want to do. It doesn't inspire me whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And so whereas I feel like your approach with the natural movement, like or primal movement or like crawling and just doing movements that are, you know, that we used to do for a very long time when we were picking apples and berries and rolling on the floor and, and right. hunting and you know and gathering yeah. and, and all of these things and these very natural movements that we've completely unlearned because yeah. now we're sitting all day <laughs> you're not inspired by doing you know 100 burpees and, <laughs> and things like that huh? yeah, yeah no or like the high intensity which you know they serve its purpose and i i've done it yeah. but it's, yeah no i'd, I'd rather do the natural movement stuff and then, or yoga, or I don't know, swimming. Yeah. Yeah. You know, our bodies, our bodies evolved in a very specific environment for a really long time. Mm. And modernization and this modern lifestyle that we have is very, very recent. You know, if you think about the history of, of the human species, which is about 200,000 years, uh, civilization, you know, if you're being really generous is maybe seven to 10,000 years old and even really like a small fraction of that has been like the technological sitting industrial culture that Mm -hmm. we have now doing things really repetitively so there is a big mismatch right of our lifestyles and the way our bodies evolved to move so the more the more you can have an approach that is optimized for your biology right your your physiology like your structure. Yeah, that, that seems like a good idea to me. <laughs> like, I don't know. That seems like, like maybe that could, be, yeah. that could be important. Something. Like working with machines versus doing it like we've always done it, sort of, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, at least maybe try that. See, yeah. you know, see, see how it goes. Yeah. Well, you also have some really cool videos and, and like Instagram stuff uh, where you're in the in in the forest, you know, and you're just kind of like climbing around, just as yeah. if you are part of that environment, which we are. <laughs> we just yeah. we're just so disconnected from it. So yeah, yeah no, I love that, man. I love your work. And um, just one last question before we wrap up, because I like to ask that people: How do you make sure? How do you find fulfillment on a daily basis? What makes you feel fulfilled in your life? Oh, wow. That's a great question. Because we all know it's not about happiness because happiness is temporary. <laughs> it's about sure. feeling fulfilled. And... What, what makes me feel fulfilled is showing up and listening to where life is guiding me to go. Mm. To really honoring the, the gifts that I have to bring. To people and, and that could look like a lot of different things you know sometimes that looks like work and business stuff sometimes that looks like just showing up for my partner and being present with her and holding space for her sometimes that means just being in the garden and or, or going for for a hike um, and that's the best thing I can do for myself and for other people yeah when I when I can do that uh, that's a that's a good day for me Awesome. Yeah, it sounds like you're just really connected to yourself and, and also to your own needs and and knowing and figuring out what it is that you need right now to, to feel fulfilled. Yeah, and it, it wasn't always like that, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's a it's kind of a, unfortunately it's a radical act in this world, like to listen to your own rhythms. Like what does your body need right now? 
your intuition, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're one of those people. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Where can people find you? What are you up to? How can they follow you, Uh, work with you? Yeah. The best way you can find me is uncagedhuman.com. I have um, some some free resources on there that you can check out. And yeah, if you want to say hi to me, you can uh, send me an email, jonathan at uncagedman.com. And I'd love to, you know, I'd love to hear hear what you're passionate about, why why movement is is important to you. Um, I'm always interested in connecting with with humans that are, you know, wanting to to do big things in the world and, and want their bodies to be strong to be able to do those things. So feel free to reach out if uh, if that speaks to you too. Awesome. And definitely also your Instagram and your YouTube. You get some really cool stuff. Cool All the places. All everywhere. The places everywhere. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much, Jonathan. I really appreciate it. And um, yeah, Absolutely. have a wonderful day back in uh, Portland. Yeah. Thank you, Connie. All right.